Welcome to the weekly podcast of Vive Church Uganda. Our mission is to love God, love people, and catalyze purpose. We have an active online weekdays altar that you can plug in from wherever you are. Located in the city of Kampala, the Lord led us to birth an outreach ministry to feed and care for people transitioning from homelessness. To learn more, follow us at My Vive Church across all social media platforms. To support this ministry and help us continue to spread God's love, visit www.myvivechurch.org forward slash give. You know, here at Vive Nation, we started a new teaching series called, called, hey, <laughs> a flame was done. We finished a, we finished a flame. Hey. Everyone has, oh, it's only two people who are in church last Sunday, is it? Everyone must play. <laughs> Everybody gets to play. We, say, we started a new teaching series. Everybody gets to play. Everyone gets to play. Everybody gets to be part of God's story as we plant churches, as we serve, as we spread the gospel of Jesus, as we uh, birth crews all over the city, all over the nation, uh, as we serve in whatever capacity that God has allowed you to serve. So everyone gets to play. Can we say it one more time? I think that was for the person outside. Everyone gets to play. Amen and amen. And um, following the second installment of uh, the first sermon last Sunday uh, that was taught so powerfully by Pastor Patrick, uh, today we're going to look at a a new uh, sermon and the title is The Seven Prophecies of Diligence. If you're writing uh, with your notebook and pen or your digital notebook, come on, just pen down that title, The Seven Prophecies of Diligence. So each and every one of those is going to be a prophetic statement. And I I want to read your hearts, you know, uh, that when a prophecy is being said on the altar, that you will take it with gladness of heart, that you will take it with expectancy, that you will take it with the understanding that God is sure to do that that he said he will do in accordance with the integrity of his word. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, to those that uh, joined us today for the very first time, you're so warmly welcome to church. That where you're seated, that's your seat. Uh, it has your name on it and would love to see you back next Sunday. If you do not have uh, where, where you worship from, we'd be glad to have you worship with us here at the Vive Church family. Uh, and I know that uh, the church today has a few, a few empty seats, doesn't it? Yeah, but you know what that means? Thank you. I love the answers. It means evangelism. Evangelism, it means more room for others. It means uh, more invitations. It means that we get the opportunity and the privilege to invite so many people to church, isn't it? Yeah? So can we make a promise uh, before God uh, and with each other's witnesses that next Sunday... Say next Sunday. Eh, you say that like as if you're saying next Monday. No. Next Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Next Sunday, 
uh, the seat that's next to you that does not have a person, you're responsible to ensure that we fill that seat. Yeah? So if you come back next Sunday and you don't have somebody, we're going to hold you accountable, isn't it? Yep, yep. So let's get inviting throughout the week. Uh, and of course, we're doing a couple of teachings on that. Uh, so let's get inviting. Let's, let's, uh, let's ask people to come to the house of the Lord. There is joy. There is peace. There is hope. Okay? There is faith. Your life will never be the same when you come to the house of the Lord. So let's invite them. Let's not keep all this goodness to ourselves in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah. So we're going to do uh, the teaching someone today is titled the seven prophecies of diligence. And like I mentioned, every one of every one of the statements that I'm going to make is uh, from scripture. Uh, but it is also uh, prophetic and it's not uh, going to leave you the same when you take it with gladness of heart, with joy, with uh, faith, uh, with anticipation, with expectancy. Uh, when you receive it, ah, I'm telling you, I know your life will not be the same. And it's not just a statement uh, that we like to say or a statement that sounds good. It really is the truth. Yeah that each of these uh, seven prophecies of diligence are really going to change your life in Jesus' name. Um, so, diligence. You know, this is a word that is used in scripture a lot. You know, many, many scriptures use the word diligence. In fact, the other day, I was meditating on uh, the fourth chapter of the book of Proverbs and the 23rd verse, you know, which says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life, you know, and there's another scripture uh, that we looked at last year, you know, which says that if you seek him with all diligence so the word diligence and we're going to see a couple of scriptures this morning that have been used uh that have been used with the word diligence and what it means for your life what it means for your marriage what it means for your workplace what it means for your relationship what it means for you as an individual what it means for your destiny what it means for your purpose i'm telling you you're going to love it you're going to be amazed you're going to get light light is going to flood your heart light is going to flood your mind and your life will not be the same again amen can somebody give me one of the synonyms for diligence Synonyms for diligence. Mm-hmm. What's that? Consistent. Committed. Another one. Which is that? What's that? Hard working. Ramsey, <laughs> you're whispering. <laughs> Another one. Okay, we have committed. We have consistent. We have hard working. Yeah. Perseverance, right? And that, beg your pardon? Vigor. Rigor. Rigor is, a, is another synonym for diligence. Any other? Dedication. I love dedication. It had to be you. I know you. Uh, <laughs> dedication. Another one? Persistence. Hard work. 
met uh, of course maku you have to say meticulous <laughs> that's you <laughs> uh maku is so meticulous and she has an amazing business so uh you be sure to check it out you want to get a massage get your hair done go check out her meticulous business <laughs> she's diligent with her business <laughs> yeah so meticulous is another word another synonym for diligence and another one uh that i learned uh not too long ago is infatigable indefatigable indefatigable as in you will not get fatigued you will get fatigued but you will go regardless of the fatigue yeah uh, but also another definition of diligence is earnest and constant effort to achieve earnest and constant effort somebody from that side said consistent somebody also said dedicated so we can use all these words interchangeably but really uh, for as as we continue this teaching diligence is consistent constant effort right to achieve a particular thing consistent constant effort earnest effort to achieve a particular thing and if you're writing um you'll write this statement with me uh, those who constantly exert effort will soon be found to be blameless those who constantly exert effort will soon be found to be blameless if you consistently and constantly dedicatedly yeah with rigor exact effort you'll soon be found to be blameless let's look at uh the book of second peter chapter 3 and verse 14 thank you therefore beloved church i think we we read together isn't it yeah okay on the count of 3 2 1 therefore beloved looking forward to these things be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless amen 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 can we change the version <laughs> we have to change the version <laughs> can we change the version to amplified classic there we go hey banange can we give it up for the media team ah, swiftness diligence i like it yeah you're in the sermon so beloved since you are expecting these things be eager huh? to be found by him at his coming church together without spot or blemish and at peace in serene confidence free from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts Hallelujah 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 in Jesus is name okay so this portion of scripture and, and Peter in 2 Peter and chapter 3 and verse 14 uh, is saying unto us that we must be diligent right uh, can i have the nkjv back please thank you okay beloved looking forward to these things we have an expected end and that expected end is victory that expected end is hope all right be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless 
those who constantly exert effort will soon be found to be blameless. You know, one of the things that I have seen in the church and outside the church uh, is that we're lazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not expecting a lot of amens in some of the statements. But remember, they are also prophetic statements. Yeah. But you know what? I got to say it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we are, we, we, we are, um, we can't be lazy. Yeah. We can't be slow. We can drag our feet. Uh, we can, you know, just not pay the attention that is needed. One, to the things of God. And number two, to our work and the places God has put us. Yeah. And Peter was saying, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent, be dedicated, be consistent, be constant. Yeah. To be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. Yeah. And you know, the people that exert effort, constant effort, earnest, constant effort, those people usually get promoted. They get uh, seen, okay, and they are blameless. I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, uh, for those of us that went to Makere University uh, or, you know, whatever other university you went to and you did a particular course, uh, you had those people that were like always in their books, isn't it? Yeah, or even in high school, you know, you had that person, eh? Bookworms, what's the other name that we used to give them? Katabo, geeks, what's the other name? Buds, what? Hey, if you are young, <laughs> what's the other name we used to give them? Buds, geeks, Katabo. <laughs> hey, Ramsey, what uh, primary school was that? <laughs> what's the other name we used to give them? Bon Bon. What? X gigs. Hey, you went to a fancy school. <laughs> yeah, so we used to call them gigs, boats, katabo, uh, bookworms, you know, uh, and all sorts of, you know, and, and you know, when we're in school, um, university and high school, and even primary, those, they were not in a praising manner. No, we never used to use them like that. We used to use them in a derogatory manner. Yeah. But when we look back and look at where many of those people are, they are successful, isn't it? You know, yeah? Yeah. Many of them, when I look back, many of the people I was with in law school that were dedicated, that exerted constant effort, earnest effort, that were consistent, that were uh, focused uh, with their education, with their books, that read all the cases, that could quote this and quote the other. I'm telling you, they are flying high. They are flying high. Yeah. And it's true that those who constantly exert effort will soon be found to be blameless. We cannot in one hand expect to achieve and expect to acquire and expect to be everything God has called us to be if we don't diligently do, yeah? If we don't diligently study his word, if we don't diligently pray, if we don't diligently do the work that he has committed us to do. 
we will soon be found blameful. Oh yes, time will tell. When you're not diligent, time will tell. If you're not exerting constant effort, time will tell. Number two. What was number one, church? There are three people in the church. What was number one, church? And you know what, church? This is a prophetic statement. And so that each and every one of you at the hearing of my voice and those that are watching by way of YouTube, that you will be found blameless as you constantly exert effort earnestly that you will be found blameless. That you will not be lazy. That you will not be undedicated. That you will not be inconsistent. That you will not be non-committal. But you will be consistent, constant, dedicated, committed. That you will be found blameless. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Number two. Through your constant efforts, you're going to be rich. Ha, I knew. I knew. <laughs> they knew that the first point, the amens would come, uh, if not any. But this one, church, through your constant efforts, you are going to be rich. This is not just a statement that is nice to hear. And it's a nice statement that it's to hear. But it's actually embedded in the integrity of God's word, which we're going to look at. Uh, will you turn with me, church, to the book of Proverbs, <clears throat> chapter 10 and verse 4. There we go. He, can we read together? He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Oh yes, that's the kind of energy that you should say it. Church, through constant effort, earnest, consistency, committedness, you will become lazy hands make for poverty but diligent hands bring wealth oh yes it is very true you cannot uh, expect to lay in your bed and wake up as and when you feel like eh, and expect to be rich no lazy hands make for poverty and hands speak for productivity and our feet speak for progress. So those hands had better be working and those feet had better be moving if you're going to become rich. And see, this is what God desires for you. And that's why it's in his word. Every statement, every comma, every full stop has been put in his word for something. It's not there because it's nice to read, but it is there that it may infect, influence, inspire, guide, and lead your life. So church, again, I say, you are going to be, because you're not lazy, you're going to be diligent with your hands in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Change the version. You know, the next time one of you preaches, uh, you'll get to say that word. <laughs> I feel quite Frenchy. <laughs> ah, I love.
love it. I love the word of God. I love to laugh when I'm reading the word of God. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Ah, I love to hear that. Slackers. Mm. You know, when you're in the corporate space, that's one of the words they use. Ah, that chick, she slacks on her job. You send her an email, she responds after 48 hours. You ask her, do this task. You ask him, he gives you what? Stories, excuses, eh? KB, you know? And so the Bible says, slackers will know what it means to be poor. While the hard worker becomes wealthy. That's why after a certain period of time, uh, such people will either be out of a job or the law is be on probation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you cannot say that it takes you 48 hours to respond to an email. An email that you could have responded to at the very least in two hours. What? Time. Yeah. You become poor. Huh? When you have a deadline and you don't meet your deadline, you become poor. You must work. You must be diligent. You must be consistent. You must be determined. You must be focused. You must be deliberate about the thing that God has placed in front of you to do. Because the word of God is true. You know, Isaiah in the 40th chapter says, the flowers, everything will wither, everything will wither away. But the word of God will never fade. And the word of God is telling you and I this morning, slackers will know what it means to be poor. While the hard worker becomes wealthy. Church, we should become wealthy, shouldn't we? And the way that we'll become wealthy is by working. Working in the kingdom of God. Working in our marriages. Working in our relationships. Working, working. We must not be found to be slackers. We must know the word of God. We must study the word of God. You know? Yeah, we shouldn't wait for Sunday to read with everybody else. And that's important. But you should study the word of God. You should be committed in the different experiences that the place that you call a family church has. Yeah, you should be committed in your job as a business person. And, I, and in this, I speak to myself as well. We must be committed. We cannot afford to be slackers. We cannot afford to be time wasters. You know, you know there are people that they say, ha, who's, who's going to be in that meeting? Ha, time? Yeah, yeah. And you know what happens? People don't show up because they're like, the last time I dealt with that person, they were a time waster. That's not your prophecy. No, that's not your name. Okay? That is not you. You will be wealthy. People will want to meet with you. They say, who's going to be there? Hey! Ha! Christine! Oh! I'm coming for that meeting. Who's going to be there? Jacqueline! Please. That chick is so serious. In fact, I must be there 20 minutes before time. Because I know she'll be there 30 minutes before time. You want to be that person. You don't want to take things for granted. Because the word of God says, slackers. Slacking in everything. Huh? you're the last in everything eh? you're the last one to, you're the last one to enter office but you're the first one to leave I tell you, you have fellowship every day 
Yeah. And they know that you're a Christian. Mm. Now when it comes to living. Hey, four, forty-five. <laughs> you're, you're packing your bags. <laughs> you're shutting down your laptop. Eh? You're closing Microsoft Excel. Mm? Yeah, you're, you're closing your Word document. Why? Because you want to go and chill. Mm? You want to go and slack. Please, church, can we be the first ones in in our offices? Yeah? And let's live on time, okay? At the very least, live on time. And sometimes, if you're required to do the work, do the work and live a little later. But don't be a slacker. No! Church, you're going to be... Oh yes, I love it. We're going to be rich. You're going to be wealthy. You're going to be diligent. Change the version one more time. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. Yeah, that's it. You know, many of us like to um, reference a business empire, um, the Mulwanas, you know. And everybody that you talk to, young, old, very old, will say that that man was diligent. So diligent that at his, even his funeral arrangement, by the way, he had already put everything out. He wanted, he, he knew how, he, he had already set out how he wanted to be buried, when he wanted to be buried. And, you know, it was, it's one of, I think, the first indigenous Ugandan businesses that have outlived their founder, isn't it? And his children have taken over. So, no fighting the court, I don't know what. He was what? Diligent. And because of his diligence, the Bible says that uh, a righteous man will leave an inheritance for his children's children. And he has done it. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get. Thank you. Ha. Church, you're going to be. I love it. I love it so much. The third point. Those that will be constantly exerting effort, you're going to be a great leader. Yeah. Those that are constantly exerting effort, you're going to be a great leader. Yeah. You'll soon be noticed. You'll soon be seen. People will want to give you opportunities to lead committees, to lead, you know, different aspects. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've seen it. And we're going to take the scripture from the book of Proverbs. We're going to look at a couple of scriptures from the book of Proverbs. Uh, media team, would you give us Proverbs chapter 12 and the 24th verse, starting with the TPT. Hey, this team is just a Okay. If you want to reign in life, don't sit on your hands. Instead, work hard at doing what? Right. Church, you're going to reign. You're going to reign. Amen? You're going to reign in this life. You're going to be prosperous. You're going to be important people. You're going to do great exploits. You're going to achieve. You're going to be mountain movers. Mountain shakers. You're going to overcome. Victory is yours in Jesus' name. Back to the scripture. No, 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 we're not changing the version yet. <laughs> Still on this uh, version. If you want to reign in life, don't.
don't sit on your hands. Yeah, there are people. Hi. Eh, where are you? <coughs> I'm here, but you can tell that the person has just woken up. I'm telling you. You can you know they try to <coughs> but you can this voice here has slept like 12 hours. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's somebody in our crew. She's our crew shepherd. An amazing, amazing job she does. And she says, she, she keeps reminding us to plug into M- AMG every morning. And she likes to say, sleep is sweet but stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It is sweet. For sure it's sweet. There are times you're like, oh. But then it is stupid. If you want to reign in life, don't sit on your hands. Work hard. Go where they have asked you to go. Jump on that border. Get into that taxi. Get onto that bus. Don't have an excuse not to do something. You know? But say, eh, ha, you know, I didn't have transport. <laughs> and you're like, wow, you missed that opportunity because you didn't have what? Transport. Couldn't you ask? Okay, don't beg. Couldn't you walk? People, church, I know people hmm, who wake up at the, at 5am or even earlier and they start trekking to their uh, places of work and they are there on time nee, some of us you come driving eh, and you have a that, the key that does chick chick eh? you've come late nee, chick chick <laughs> ah, church we have to reign in life and let me tell you something um I'm privileged to serve God in the entrepreneurship space, uh, in the startup ecosystem. And I'll tell you that I am always looking out for somebody that's going the extra mile. I can see it. And I'm always looking for a way to promote them. I'm always looking for a way to add value to them. So that even if they left the company, they'll be way better than they ever came. You get what I mean? Yeah, so when you are diligent, people will want to make you a leader, even in the church space. When someone sees you're diligent, you're a hard leader. Eh? You follow up on your people, on your three people, your four people. You go to their place, to their homes. You visit them at their workplaces. You know what, what they're going through. You pray for them. You know, you check on them. You encourage them with the word of God. I'm telling you, sooner or later, you could be a location pastor. You could be a, you know, a whole network leader. You could be amazing things in the house of God when you're diligent. If you want to reign in life, don't sit on your hands. Instead, work hard at doing what's right. Church, family of life, you know. I'm so glad I'm talking to you this uh, morning, afternoon now. And allow me just say this, because we're family, yeah? Even you that's watching online, maybe it's your first time uh, to check us out uh, right now. But let me also talk to you, yeah? Church. Let's do what's right. Yeah? If we're supposed to be somewhere at that time, let's do what's right. We'll reign in life. That's what the word of God says. Yeah? And let me tell you something. Some of the people that practice these principles most are some of the non-believers. And they are reigning, by the way. Yeah! They get promotions. They get so many things working their way. Because they simply do what they are supposed to do at the time they are supposed to do.
do it. Yeah. Say, ha, now you know. Ha. Hey, I tried to call you, but my phone was off. Banangi. Here in this Kampala city where there are like 10,000 charging places. Guys, no. There are certain excuses and there are certain things that are just unacceptable. If you want to reign and you're going to be a leader, you must do what is right. Don't sit on your hands. Don't make excuses. Do what's right. Change the asante. Uh, mercy. Aha, the message for Jean. The diligent find freedom in their work. The lazy are oppressed by work. You know when someone is diligent, huh? You know that thi- <laughs> You know what? Ah. Ooh, this is so good. Ha! <laughs> yeah. So, the thing I have begun to notice that the more that you're diligent with your work, yeah? The more freedom you find in your work, yeah? And this could be in so many ways. Time, the uh, amount of money that you're rewarded for the work that you do, yeah? The people that you meet, the change that you get to create, the innovation that you get to create, the purpose that you ignite because of your work. There is freedom. Church, there is freedom. But the lazy, and now when you're lazy, no one can even give you, if you're not faithful with little, how can they give you more? So you'll be oppressed by you, you'll be like, eh, 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 and the people, by the way, that are lazy, eh, the ones are always complaining. Complaining spirit. Complaining all the time. Yeah. It's because you're lazy. But to find freedom, you must be. You must be. Hallelujah, church. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's such a good church. Hey. Banange, woo wee, woo wee, woo, you know? And one of the things that I love, and I've seen in my own life, yeah, and in the lives of those that um, I have observed over the years, is that promotion by hard work in the space of the church and in the space of the secular world, that promotion is the best promotion you know because as you keep doing and being faithful God keeps bringing more and more and more yeah but I've also seen that there are certain places just because you've been there for 19 years they'll give you a title inspector of the general executioner uh, principal because you've been there for many years and they're like they just want to keep switching titles um, I won't name those organizations, but they start with a letter of the alphabet. And some of them are international. And some of them are national. And regional. But they may promote you because you've been there for 18 years. You know what I mean? The best promotion is promotion through diligence of hard work. Yeah. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, they will reward you for your diligence. They will reward you for your hard work. They will reward you for your determination in Jesus' name. You're going to be, yeah, but also you're going to be a leader. 
when you're diligent, you're going to reign in life and you'll be a leader. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you'll be a what? A leader. Amen and amen. For those that are writing, uh, the fourth point is your constant effort will make you anointed, prosperous, and fat. Yeah, yeah. Please, I know, not no, not the biological one. <laughs> yeah, not the biological one. You will become anointed, you will become prosperous, and you will become fat. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs, the 13th chapter and the 4th verse. Please. There we go. The soul of a lazy man desires. Can we read together, church? The soul of a lazy man desires and has. But the soul of the diligent shall be made. Yeah. And by the way, and I think many of us will attest to it, that sometimes the the lazy people are the ones who can have all manner of desires Banag. yeah they want to put on the latest everything they want to hold the latest gadget they want to like they just think things fall from the sky yeah but I'll, I'll tell you at their end they will have nothing because you, if you do not work hard for the thing that you have then you cannot maintain it isn't it yeah so why why uh, i like the mulwana story is their father and their mother taught them how to be diligent yeah so even when they were um when they inherited the business they can continue with it because they are taught to be diligent but have you seen people who have squandered their inheritance yeah do you know some people that have squandered their inheritance yeah will not be those people you know and church as the body of christ we also have an inheritance and we cannot afford to squander our inheritance because we are not diligent no no we must reign with christ in the heavenly place yeah when he calls us home he must call us good and faithful servants yeah not you we in fact he calls the other servant wicked can you imagine yeah he compares laziness to wickedness yeah it's evil to be lazy yeah the soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing but the soul of the diligent shall be made amen change de vision. This is the good news translation. I loved it. Hey, when I saw it, I said, Woo. Can we read together, church? No matter how much a lazy person may want something, he will never get it. A hard worker will get everything he wants. Yep. Yeah. Can we read it again? Because I feel like it's a whole the whole the point, the whole point has been made. Yeah? No matter. He will never get it. A hard worker will get everything he wants. 
in Jesus' name. You will be a hard worker. You'll get everything that you want. You'll go to places. You'll be victorious. The impossible shall not be impossible with you and with God. Hey, you're going to do great and mighty exploits. You are going to get everything that you want. Because you're going to be a hard worker. In Jesus' name. Amen. I told you there are prophecies. Change de vagin. You're going to become anointed. You're going to become prosperous. You're going to become fat. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritually fat. Yeah. Indolence wants it all and gets nothing. The energetic have something to show for their lives. You know, here in our society, when we go to Bari, you know, one of the things, I, again, I didn't, I didn't understand this, I think, until when I was getting married. But then I realized, oh my goodness, people, like it's having a house in the village eh? and where you're buried and, you know, where, of course, there are circumstances that are beyond many people's control. But the truth is when people go to Bari, those are some of the things that they look at. They're like, eh, did the grandfather build? Did the father build? Where are they going to rest them? If you're lazy, you may have nothing to show. But the energetic have something to show for their lives. Indolence wants it all and gets nothing. Yeah, you're lazy, you want it all. You're the one who wants this, you're the one who wants that, you're the one who wants the other, and you think things just fall from the what? From the sky. I know some people, they are lazy, lazy. But they think that when they go abroad, that it's going to become magic. My dear, it is not. It's not the environment, it is you. If you cannot be faithful in Kampala City, what are the chances that you're going to go abroad? And people have gone, haven't they? Yeah? But sometimes they have nothing to show for it. You get, eh? Yeah. But then there are people, they were hardworking here. And when they went the other side, oh, oh, in London, in Toronto, they became something. You get what I mean, eh? Yeah. And church, we are going to be prosperous. We are going to be fat. We are going to be anointed. If we are diligent. Change the. Amen. The New Living Translation. Lazy people want much. Uh, I'm telling you. Always wanting. Wanting this. Wanting the other. But those who work hard will prosper. In Jesus' name, you're going to prosper. In Jesus' name, you're going to be a hard worker. You're going to be the first at work. You're going to give over and above what you're required. You're going to put your best foot forward. You're not just going to laze around. You're not going to be a slacker. You're going to be focused. You're going to be determined. You're going to be consistent. You're going to be constant. You're going to be committed. These scriptures are going to apply to you. You will become rich. You will become wealthy. You will become fat. You will become anointed because you are in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The fifth point. 
The word of God is amazing. Your constant efforts will lead you to plenteousness, to plenty of everything. Because of your consistency, because of your hard work, because of your determination, because of your focus, because of your consistency, because of your being committed and faithful with the little, you will have plenty. Yeah, plenty of food, plenty of travel, plenty of houses, plenty of cars, plenty of clothes. There'll be plenty. Amen. In Jesus' name, you'll have plenty. Uh, amazing media team, will you take us to Proverbs 21 and the fifth verse? The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. Change de vision. Give, there we go. Careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scurry puts you further behind. Yeah, we must be careful. We must be focused. We must be, met I like the word meticulous. You get what I mean? Eh? Yeah, we must be. Because that will put us ahead. If you do things as and when you feel like child of God, it will put you further behind. We don't do things because we want. We do things because we must do them. Yeah? Because when you go by your feelings, by your emotions, church, I guarantee you very little shall be achieved. But if you plan, if you're systematic, if you're a hard worker, if you're diligent, if you're indefatigable, you will be prosperous. You'll be diligent. Ah, change de vagin. The thoughts of the steadily diligent tend only to pleasantness. But everyone who is impatient and hasty hastens only to want. Church, can we read that together? The thoughts of the steadily diligent. I'm only hearing four people. This side, I'm not hearing. Are you, are you lazy? Are you lazy? Did you come to church? I think let me go to this side. What about this side? Are you diligent? What about you diligent? Hey! Ha! Here I'm seeing three people who are diligent. Others don't want to move their mouths. Are you mouth tired? Are you mouth tired? Okay, let's read together. They're hardworking. <laughs> All right, we're a hardworking church, so let's read together. The thoughts of the steadily diligent tend only to pleasantness, but everyone who is impatient and hasty hastens only to. Yeah. Only. You know, there are times. <laughs> oh, gosh. The word of God. You know, when you read the word of God, you begin to, man, see your, yourself in. You know, there are times uh, back in that day, you know, where you're like, eh, there's no sugar. You send for sugar. There is no tea leaves. You send for tea leaves. 
there is no uh what is it called blue band you send for what because you have scarcity you get eh so you end up wasting time money resources you end up sending three people for three different things eh hey, we also don't have sugar eh hey, we also don't have milk eh hey, we also don't no church that your homes will be storehouses of food that your homes will be overflowing that your homes will be in abundance in Jesus's name because you're diligent yeah not because you're a slacker not because you're lazy but because you're diligent you're a hard worker your homes will be in abundance you'll have abundant land your children will have abundant land you will have resources upon resources to build the kingdom of god to have the message that you're hearing right now go to the ends of the earth because you are in jesus his name amen and amen you'll have plenty 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 you know those people i think didn't come today but maybe you know them now there are times you go to the market eh? ah auntie nakati you want to buy nakati then you want to squeeze auntie nakati say auntie nakati please give me nakati for 2000 in terms of quantity but guy you have one no you have one k You know church will not be that kind. Yeah, and the lady is making off 100 shillings from her nakati, from her tomatoes, from her onions, from her maize, you know? And we are bargaining robbing her of her 200 shilling profit. That's wickedness. Wicked. Wickedness. It shall not be us. Yeah. We shall have plenty yeah we shall shop for the month we shall shop and put the dry things for a whole year you know there will be sugar there will be soap when prices skyrocket we'll be like mm. for us we have a storehouse we have plenty because we are diligent yeah we'll not be wicked eh bargaining bargaining and taking profit from those uh very hard working ladies and gentlemen no will be different in Jesus's name amen and amen you will have you will have you will have eh only one person is diligent in this row you will have I'm, i'm seeing you but i'm not hearing you Yeah, you know, now I know all your names. Eh, hey, banange. <laughs> now God Kira planted because now I I can see you and I know you. Yeah, so when you're not saying I can, I can point you out. You will have in Jesus' name. Awesome, awesome. The sixth the sixth point is constant effort will make you to interact with important people. Yeah. I think many of us know this scripture. In fact, we like to quote what? This scripture. Eh? Woo! Ah yeah yeah. Woo, people like this scripture. My goodness. Proverbs 22 and verse 29. We're going to look at about um three versions and then we'll quickly go to the last point. Do you church can we read together? 
Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Change de vos gens. If you are uniquely gifted in your work, you will rise and be promoted. You won't be held back. For kings. Yeah. You know we love this verse, eh? Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. Yeah. We love to quote this verse. When when something happens to a friend, a relative, we say, "Eh, I know that, but I think we are very quick to claim that people. <laughs> so can you last talk to them three years ago? Now the moment you see them with seven, you're like, ha, do, do you know that we are related? You know, our home in the village, eh? you see the other house, eh? the house is just five meters from our house. No relation. But they are separated by a fence, by a tree, by a mango tree. By the way, we can read from that mango tree together. I know that person. Because they have now been what? With important people. Yeah. You say, ha, you know that's my uncle. You last saw them when you were five years. <laughs> but you remember them, yeah? Because now they are with important people. Church, let us be the ones that they say, ah, I know that person. They are my gango. They are in my crew. They are my shepherd. They are my adult leader. They are my location pastor. Hey, I'm prophesying for myself also. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We shall be diligent. We shall be skilled in our work. We shall not slack. We shall not be lazy. And it will open doors for us. We shall go and we shall serve the king juice. We shall serve them some groundnut sauce. Yeah. We shall serve them. You know. We will speak to them. We will have meetings. We will add value to the nation. We shall add value to its economic policies. You know, we won't just be there. Whatever they give us, we take. No, we'll not be on the side of the takers. We'll be on the side of the givers. Because we are on table with important people. With decision makers. With policy makers. Before a framework of a certain thing is done. Who do they consult? Who do they consult? Why? Because you're diligent. Because you're a hard worker. Because you're consistent. Because you're skillful. Have you heard of those people that the president is looking for somebody that can solve a problem and they, they look for them under every rock. You've heard of those stories? Now, you know, you're going to stop hearing about them. It shall be, it shall be in Jesus' name. All right. And let's look at the, not the list, but the last, the seventh point, you know, and seven is the number of completion in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Your constant effort will cause you to have a great impact and to other generations. So listen, again, I quote Mulwana. You know what I mean? Because of his diligence, 
he has an impact on not only the generations here but the generations to come please give us proverbs 27 and verse 23 verse 27 and verse 23 ah uh, A shepherd should pay close attention. No, no, no. Give me the NKJV. Give me the NKJV first. Shows the version to the new King James. Thank you. Can we read together, diligent church? Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your for riches are not forever nor does a crown endure to all generations if we are diligent if we are hard workers if we are committed if we are consistent if we are determined if we are indefatigable if we report on time and live when our when our work on our plate is done both in the kingdom of god and all the other spheres of influence that god should have us serving we will have our work endure for generations in Jesus' name that's why in in the scriptures there are some people who have in, whose life testimony has endured for generations and others it's just a name it's just a name and you don't want that to be your story your story is that your hard work and your diligence shall endure for generations in Jesus' name church I'm going to ask the worship team to come on and we're going to do some decree and declaration because we are going to be we're going to be hard workers we're going to be prosperous we're going to be fat we're going to be anointed because we are diligent the seven prophecies of diligence they shall come to pass in your life in the life of your family in the life of your businesses in the life of the organizations where you work you shall meet important people you shall be part of the policy makers your name shall not be forgotten your name shall go down in the books of history because you have been in Jesus' name amen and amen church would you stand to your feet and let's take this awesome opportunity after the reading of God's word the teaching of God's word to decree and declare that we are going to be diligent that we are going to prosper Father, we bless you and we thank you, oh God, because you're a good, good father. We thank you for the truth of your word. We thank you, oh God, because your word brings light and revelation to our minds and our hearts. And we never remain the same when your word has been taught and your word has been revealed to us in Jesus' name. Father, you're good. Father, you're faithful. Father, you're awesome. And King of glory as each and every one of these precious beloved children of yours is standing oh God you see them and those that are joining us by way of YouTube right now and who join in or watch this a little later in the week or in even a year or two years to come you will be prosperous you will be victorious you'll be diligent 
You will meet important people. You'll sit on important tables. You'll be policy makers. You'll have plenty. Your stores will be full. It shall be abundant with you and your family. Your name will endure across generations. It will not be a footmark, a, a footprint, or a or a little uh, footback, a footnote. Actually, that's the word. It won't be a, a little footnote somewhere. It will be a great name in Jesus' name because you're diligent, because you're a hard worker, because you're determined, because you're consistent, because you're focused in Jesus' name. And now, church, if you're here and you've had the truth of this scripture and the truth of the, of the seven prophecies of diligence, but you do not know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I'm telling you, there's no greater opportunity, there's no greater decision than to give your life to Jesus. Everything else pales in comparison to knowing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and if you're here in the house or you're watching online and you do not know him yet as Savior I will ask that you put up your hand and we'll pray the prayer with you and somebody will come up if you don't know Jesus and you'd like to make him your personal Lord and Savior go ahead and raise up your hand in Jesus' name in Jesus' name maybe you're online and you have given your life to Jesus right now. We'd love to pray with you as the family of Vive Church Oasis City and celebrate as you come to the kingdom of light, as you become diligent and become all that God has called you to be in Jesus' name. Father, we bless you and we thank you, O oh God. We thank you for the men and the women that are here, O oh God. We thank you for those, O oh King of Glory, who, who in some way, O oh God, uh, maybe were not diligent in some areas, or maybe they slacked, O oh God, or maybe they were lazy, O oh God. Father, thank you for the truth of your word that has brought light and revelation. And Master, even as they commit to being diligent, that you'll grace them, that you'll strengthen them, that you'll sustain them in Jesus' name. And Father, for a one who may be watching by way of YouTube, who has just given their life to you, oh God, Father, we ask that you walk with them, oh King of Glory, uh, by, by bringing the right people around them in Jesus' name. Uh, and Father, that they will repeat uh, this prayer, uh, that... I confess Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior, uh, you who forgives me of all my sin, that you'd come into my heart and make me a brand new person. I repent of all that I did and all, all that I did in knowledge and all that I did in ignorance. I repent of it in Jesus' name. And if you have said that prayer and you're online, uh, we welcome you to the family. We welcome you to the house of God. If you do not have a church or a family, a family of believers that you belong to, uh, could you please uh, just put your details uh, right down or direct message us and we'll be sure to reach out to you and have to walk uh, the walk with you in Jesus' name. Father, we bless you and we thank you, oh God. And, and now will you put out your hands to receive the blessing. May the blessing of God that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow be with you in Jesus' name. May his light shine upon you. May he, oh, make all the crooked paths straight. 
May all the mountains be flattened in Jesus' name. May you go out as a diligent one today and for the rest of your life. May doors open for you. May you sit on the tables where decisions at country level, regional level, continent level, and global level happen. May you be a change maker, a transformation agent as you go out with the light of Christ today and for the rest of your life. Father, we bless you and we give you thanks for it's in Jesus' most glorious name that we have prayed and believed and somebody said...